Open your Bibles to Genesis tonight, chapter 1. And as you're getting there, if you're wondering about the building, we don't know anything yet, so just keep praying. Um, maybe tomorrow we'll find something out, but we're not in a hurry. We're just trusting God. He's in charge and in control. Amen? So we'll let you know as soon as we hear something. Delays are good sometimes. Amen. Genesis chapter 1. I want to talk tonight about dominion and authority and power and how we can walk in that. How many want to walk in the dominion of God? So let's look at Genesis chapter 1. Say amen if you're there. Verse 26. Way back in the beginning, God begins to establish the authority and the power that we have as believers on this earth. How many would admit tonight, honestly, that we do not walk in the power and the authority that God has for us like we should? Nobody does. I don't, you don't, none of us do. We, we, it's, an, it's an untapped power that we do not walk in enough, but I believe God wants us to. And it says in verse 26, when God was creating this world, he said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. And he said, Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. Of God, in the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them, and God said, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion. Again, he says this word for the third time over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Father, for the few minutes we're here tonight, just anoint your word. We thank you for the time we've had to worship you and praise you. We pray that it's been a blessing to you and it came from our hearts tonight. God, on this Wednesday night, let us learn something. Let us put into practice your word tonight. And Lord, we do take authority and dominion over this part of the, of the sermon, of the part of the night and the service, and ask that you'd move and anoint my words to come out of my mouth of what you've placed in my heart for this message tonight, God. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said... Amen. So dominion, you might not know what that means. It just means authority and power. Authority and power. And uh, we know that the authority and power uh, that God has given us, have you, have you stopped long enough to realize how amazing that is that God would share his power with us? That's an amazing thing. That he said, I'm making man in my image. And basically what he said right there in the beginning of the Bible was, I need somebody to be me on the earth. I need somebody to be my vessel. I need somebody on the earth to be my words, my hands, my feet. And so he said, let us make man in our image. He said, I'm going to make him this. They're going to come down and they're going to be my extension on the earth. And so if we're not walking in dominion, then we're not walking in the reason God created us. Here's some verses. Luke 10, 19, Jesus said, I give you authority and power. Okay, Luke 10, 19, I give you authority and power. And in uh, uh, John 14, 12, what did Jesus mean when he said, and even greater works will you do in my name? Uh, Psalms 8, 6 says, you have given him, man, authority. Uh, and so we realize tonight there's an available power to us. A supernatural power that God has given to us tonight. But the, the, the problem is, is we're not walking in it. Amen? 
It does no good for the power to be there if we're not walking in it. We don't want to be potential in God. Okay, we don't want to be potential. We want to be walking in his will tonight. So how many have had a situation where you felt powerless? You feel like, well, I can't do anything about this. I, 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 I can't fix this. I can't, I can't make this right. I can't get this to go the way I want it to go. And let me tell you something. That feeling of powerlessness is very natural and very real and very uh, human. But it's not a God feeling. Because a God feeling is that we realize before we ever feel powerless that we are powerless without him. Okay, so that feeling of powerlessness is really coming back to me, human body, flesh and bones and spirit and without spirit. Sorry, me, flesh on this earth. Remembering, I can't do this in my power. And the devil's right behind you going, that's right. You sure can't. And he's reminding you how powerless you are. But when we feel that powerlessness, we're actually walking in the wrong direction anyways, because we're not supposed to feel that way. We're supposed to understand that power does not come from us anyways, but power can flow through us. Amen. And that's the dominion and the authority that God wants us to understand tonight. If we look at the book of Acts, we see them walking. Matt said at prayer about Stephen. He was walking in power. You don't preach the word of God as they're picking up stones unless the power of God is flowing through you. And dominion and authority. Amen. So the, a great example of that is as Stephen is preaching the gospel and they're picking up stones and they begin to stone him. He understands that his flesh is not what matters, but the power of God that flows through him is what matters. And so even though his circumstances around him are telling him, hey, you're losing this battle. The spirit of God in him is showing him that he has a power and an authority and a dominion over where he's standing. So the power and the authority and the dominion that God has given us all the way back in Genesis and all throughout the scriptures does not cease to be there because you don't believe it. Or cease to be there because you don't feel like exercising it. It's there. It's an untapped power. And this world would change if the church would tap in to that power and walk in that power. How many would like to be able to rule over your circumstances and have instead of having your circumstances always ruling over you? How many would like that? Wouldn't that be better that you'd control things a little more that you'd and maybe you can't. I'm not when I say that, don't misinterpret me that you're actually controlling it, but that you're understanding who is. That's the dominion, the power and the authority is walking, as Pastor Andrew said at the offering in trusting and knowing that God is God. How many would like to rule over your finances more? Instead of having your finances rule over you and dictate what you can and can't afford. Dictate what you can and cannot do for the kingdom of God. It's not because there's not enough money. It's not because there's not enough resources. It's because we're not tapping into the power and the authority and the dominion that God has for our finances. It's not a lack of God. It's never a lack of God. So when you talk about dominion, God is trying to get us to remember that he gave us that power. And the power doesn't go away. It's just not tapped into. Okay, the power source is there. And so on this Wednesday night, God wants us to remind, be reminded that there's an untapped power and there's a dominion. We can have dominion in every area of our lives. Dominion in praise, dominion in worship, 
dominion in your job, dominion with your kids, dominion in your finances, dominion in your health, dominion in every area of your life. You choose where you do or don't have that dominion. Where, why? Because you don't stand on it. It's a choice that you have tonight. God says we can in his word. And if God says I can, then I can. Amen? Isn't that what faith is about? That we begin to look at the Bible and what he says about us and not what we're seeing around us? When we're not walking in that power and authority, we're allowing the circumstances of our life to dictate what we see. And you have to make a choice every day to say, I'm standing up to this. I'm going to exercise authority. It doesn't mean that when you do that, you are, are putting your hand on the thing. You're sta- it means you're standing your ground. Okay? And, and I've talked about this many times before, and I think it's a truth, and it's something we have to get over, is for some reason, when we get saved, we become uh, cowardly, and sometimes, I don't know for lack of a better word, sissies, we become weak, we become, uh, uh, we, we lose the character and the, and, the, and, the, and the power that we had sometimes when we were in the world, where, you know, we were, some of us were fighters, and you wouldn't, you wouldn't stand up, let, let, let anything stand in front of you. You fought, and now you get saved. And, you, and it's not that you're physically fighting, but in your spirit, you're exercising the dominion and the power and the authority that God has given you. But we stand back and we just kind of just, what, we go, well, just whatever happens, happens. I'm not talking about materially. I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about your ground spiritually. You can be having hell break loose all around your life and stand in dominion. Stand in authority. And it seemed like everything's shaky, but in your spirit, you're standing on the dominion and the power and the authority. So it means your circumstances are all messed up, but your face not. That's what dominion is. It means you're walking in faith regardless of your circumstances. So we, we need to understand what God says about us to be able to really walk in this. Romans 5.17 says, If by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more than they which receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. So if sin by one act of Adam and Eve messed us up bad, Jesus by one act of obedience gave us a power and authority back again. Amen. What separated us from God, what made us powerless without God was brought back to power and placed in established place, done over. It's finished. It's never when Jesus said it is finished. That doesn't go and come. Amen. It's finished means it's finished. So whenever we're losing a battle, it's not because he didn't finish. It's because we're not exercising the authority and the power and the dominion that God has given us. Psalms chapter 8, you've heard this verse before, verses 4 to 6 says, What is man that you are mindful of him? There's actually a song written about that. Think about that. We, 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 we don't get, I've talked about this before, we don't get in all enough of God, I think. We, we, we don't really realize that 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 same, I talked about this Sunday night, that same spirit that conquered death and brought Jesus out of the grave and and delivered the entire human race is that same spirit lives in me and you. 
We, we don't understand that sometimes. And so when we're facing a small little battle, if we could see it in our, in our physical eyes, it looks like we're looking at a lion with these big old teeth and big old paws. But if we could see it in the spiritual, it'd be like this little raunty cat with no, with no teeth and no paws. Amen? That's what it would look like in the spirit. But the flesh tells us this is big. Why? Because I've walked away from my, my dominion. I forgot that God said I have power over the animals, power over the circumstances, power over every living thing. God has given me that place. The only way I can lose dominion is if I walk out of the place God has put me in. Okay? That means being out of order, being out of a place that you're supposed to be. If you're in the right place, everything's going to work out. Dominion will walk with you. He says, who is man that you are mindful of him? Listen to this. And the son of man that you visit him. We had a visitation Sunday night of God. Amen. For you have made him a little lower than the angels and you have crowned him with glory and honor. I I pray sometimes and I say, God, I don't understand why you love us so much. Man, God, you are so good. I, I thank you that I can come and pray to you. I thank you that I can talk to you. I thank you that you allow me to be a part of your kingdom. Amen. Again, we don't understand that sometimes. If, if some of us tonight got a call from some, from some humongous corporation, like let's say uh, Walt, the Waltons called you from, from Walmart or Bill Gates called you or some football or basketball team or some actress called you and said, I want you to be a part of my team. In the flesh, we get all excited and be like, wow, we'd have to step down from where we are right now to work for anybody in this world because we are children of the living God. Amen. We are kings and queens tonight we are reigning tonight in power because of the position that God has given us but are we walking in that I don't know only you can answer that personally for yourself he says you have made him verse 6 of Psalms 8 to have dominion over the works of your hands and you have put all things under his feet Now, I'm going to read that again because our problem is, is we don't really pay attention to what we're reading. Or it just sounds good, but we don't really believe it. Would y'all agree with me tonight that there's a whole lot of people that say they believe, but don't really believe? Amen. Amen. Amen? That's that's a fact. So we can't read this scripture not understand. He says in verse 6, let me read it again. You've made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. We, don't, you can't, we can't even go there in our minds. We think of the universe. Think of all the galaxies, all the stars, all the things that are up there we don't even know about. And that that he made, the Bible says, he's given me and you dominion over it. Over the works of his hands. Us. We don't understand our position sometimes. If you really think about it, if you really walk, if you really let God tell you what he wants you to tell you tonight, you won't be walking very long with your head down. Might be for a moment, but then you'll be like, what, am I, what, am I, what is wrong with me? Why am I worried about a, a bill? Or why am I worried about a little sickness? Or why am I worried about this when my daddy's the king of the universe? He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. He, he owns everything. He can turn this around in one second. Matter of fact, all he's doing is waiting on me to stand my ground again in dominion, power, and authority. You've put all things under his feet. Does all mean all still in 2014? 
Or has it changed? Everything. Every situation. You, we give the mic, pass it around tonight. You say, I'm facing this. That's under his feet. Under your feet, sorry. Under his and yours. He said, it's finished. It's finished for you. You have power to stand over that. Write Luke 10, 19 down. Don't forget this verse. He said, I give you power. I, I pray it all the time. I give you power to trample on serpents and scorpions. I give you power to trample on serpents and scorpions. That means the power of the enemy is under my feet. We sing that song. He's under my feet. He's under my feet. It just sounds good to a lot of us. But it's really true. The devil is under my feet. He cannot be above me. Amen. He is defeated. And if anything is going the wrong, I'm not saying, listen, I'm not saying things don't go wrong. But even when things are going wrong, that situation is still under your feet. It's still defeated. It can rise up all at once, but it cannot defeat you. Because Jesus already defeated it. You just got to stand back on your ground again and remind the devil and remind yourself and remind your, search, your situation, this is under my feet. I have dominion over this. It's always us. We're the problem. Not God's power. Not God's word. Not God's willingness to heal. Not God's willingness to deliver. How many recognize that? We're the problem. When something's not going right, in the mirror we need to go. In the mirror. To a place of humility. To a place of saying, God, where? And we're seeing into word tonight. Where am I not lining up? Where am I failing? What am I not doing wrong? And this message tonight is saying we're not exercising the dominion and the authority and the power that we have in God. In a house, give you a generic example. Parents, I believe, still own their children and run their children and tell their children what they can and cannot do in the house. And so if a kid is running around or kids are running around just doing whatever they want in a house and just acting crazy and acting wild, it's not because that parent does not have the authority to tell that kid to sit down and be quiet. They're not exercising it. The power's there. The authority's there. Sometimes it needs to be behind a, a, a paddle, amen, or a hand. On the butt. But how many get what I'm saying? I'm just using that as an example. The authority is there. If that house is out of order and that house is going wild and that kid's going wild, it's not because the power hasn't been given to you as a parent to tell that kid to be quiet, to calm down, to stop doing what they're doing. But you're not exercising that authority. And so in a situation when things are all crazy and wild and it doesn't seem like you've got a handle on things, we probably don't. God's reminding us again, I took care of that on the cross. By that, by that sin, it's just sin you're dealing with. I dealt with that. Yeah. Amen? I dealt with that. I took care of that. Don't forget those words. It's finished. Yeah. And listen, I start off in Genesis, all the way back in Genesis chapter 1. He said, I have given you dominion. If, listen, if he gave us dominion over the animals, what don't we have dominion over? We have dominion over everything. Now look at Revelation chapter 1, if you would, real quick. Verse 5 and 6. And from Jesus Christ, listen to this, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over the kings of the earth, to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, 
and has made us kings and priests to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion. There's that word again, and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Dominion. That's something that is ours for the taking. We just have to exercise it. We just have to use it. So this is a prophetic, uh, powerful word from Jesus through John on the island of Patmos for the church then and for the church now and for the church to come. Amen. For he says, I'm the same yesterday and today and forever. He says, all glory and dominion is yours. And watch this in Revelations chapter one, verse five and six. He says he's made us kings and priests. Made us. He didn't say we are going to be kings and priests. He said he has already made us kings and priests. When do we become kings and priests? When he said it is finished. It's all about the work that he did on the cross. When he said it is finished, we became kings and priests. Amen. To his, to says to God, to his God and father for his glory and his dominion forever and ever. So what am I tonight? What are you tonight? Who are we tonight? What are we tonight? We just saw it in these three scriptures. Let me tell you. One, we are kings and priests. Amen? When was the last time someone called you a king or a priest? Amen? That's pretty cool. He made us to have, number two, dominion over the works of his hands. Amen? And he made us to have authority over every situation. It's just a matter of us exercising it. And again, even if things aren't going the way we want them to go, we can still have a spirit of authority. Amen? A spirit of dominion. That means I understand I can't control circumstances or situations. I can't control you. You can't control me. I can't control other people, but I can control how I handle my spirit in situations. There's a dominion there. There's authority there. There's something inside of you that says, I know who I am in Jesus. I know who I am in the Lord. Amen? You can, how many want that, to, want that in your spirit tonight? Just to be able to say, I know who I am in Jesus. When the devil comes at you and it's a dark place, has anybody ever been there? A battle. A battle in your spirit. A battle of circumstances. Sometimes, I, I've, I've told you that story, but I, I, have not, I, I can't say seen, I don't have visions like some people do. But in the spirit, that, that death angel's been at the, at the bottom of my door. He's been at the foot of my bed. He's lied to me and told me it was time for me to check out. I don't know if anybody's ever had that. But whatever battle you t- want to put there, you have to be able in your spirit to stand up and say, no, 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 no. No, you're not, you're not going to lie to me. You're not going to bother me. You're not going to kill my sleep. You're not going to defeat me. Jesus already took care of you, amen, at the cross. You are under my feet. You might still feel bad. You might still uh, have some symptom, whatever. But in the spirit of your mind and your body, you are saying, uh-uh, I'm a child of God. Get out. There's a dominion there. How many get what I'm saying? That has nothing to do with circumstances. It's a spirit. It's a power. If that's not true, then Stephen lost. If that's not true, Stephen did not have dominion because he died. Look at that. I prayed tonight. I I always try to pray this, but specifically, Lord, let the songs, let the prayer, let the offering, let everything just flow. Great lead in on the prayer. What about Stephen? 
That's the Holy Spirit working. What is, did Stephen lose? No. Stephen won. But someone would say, well, he died, so he must not have had dominion. No, as he was dying, he was standing in dominion and power and authority. Amen. And, and, and he said, I, you're not you're not really killing me. I'm, I'm giving my life up for Jesus. You're not killing me. I can stop preaching at any moment. But he said, I'm not going to stop preaching because I got a power. I got a dominion and I got an authority in my life. And I know that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Amen. And it was so powerful. It was so powerful that as he was dying, he was forgiving them. Lord, forgive these people as they're killing me. Listen, can you do that without dominion? Can you sit there and forgive someone that's killing you without dominion? No, he had dominion. He had he had he had a foothold on the situation. So your circumstances do not dictate or mean that you don't have authority. It's a spiritual place and a standing that you must stand in. He didn't say, I'm going to make you kings and priests. He says, you have been made, meaning he's not going to give us dominion. It not, doesn't mean that we're going to have dominion when we get to heaven. Ask yourself that question. What will, you, what will you need dominion for in heaven? Why will you need it up there? No, you need dominion down here while you're alive. So it's not something we're waiting to get. It's something we need to exercise now. Amen. Let's look at one more verse. Romans 4. There's, there was a promise. I want to give an example of one of the greatest men in the Bible, of course, Abraham. And this will maybe speak to your circumstances. I close tonight. Just whatever it is. We're always going through something. Amen. And, and, and Abraham was going through something. He was trying to please the Lord like all of us in here are tonight. We're all trying to please God. We're all, we're all trying to be right. And it says in verse 16 of Romans 4, Therefore, it is of faith that it might be according to grace, so that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not only to those who are of the law, but to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. We know that this is talking about that promise that God gave Abraham, that he was going to be the father, amen, of Father Abraham. He was going to, out of his seed was going to come many nations that the stars and the sands and the seashore could not n- number. And it says in verse 17, as it is written, I have, watch this, I have made you a father of many nations. Get this tonight. I have made you a father of many nations. When God speaks over your life, he's speaking over the future to the, to the present And the power of God has power over your present to know that regardless of what I'm looking at right now, if God spoke it, it will happen. And really, it's already happened. All I got to do, watch this, all I got to do is be there at the end when it's supposed to happen. If I'm not there, I can't, if I, if I come, if I get off the track and I'm not there, then the blessing's not there. The blessing's ahead and all I got to do is walk it out and make sure I get there so I line up with that promise that he threw, it's like a touchdown. Amen. Amen. He threw the ball ahead. I just got to run and catch it. It's a promise. He said, I'm going to make you this. He said, I've made you the father of many nations already. 
Watch this. In the presence of whom who he believed, verse 17, God, who gives life, I love, this is one of my favorite verses, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. Oh, it's one of my favorite things to quote when I pray. Lord, I speak over these things that are not as though they were. Amen. That's dominion and power and authority is being able to see something with your spiritual eyes that your physical eyes don't let you see. Amen. It's powerful. And then he says, who contrary to hope, verse 18, in hope, believe. Do you realize if you don't have hope, you don't have anything? In hope. All Abraham had was hope. So that he became the father of many nations according, watch this, to what was spoken. Not to what he saw. To what was spoken. He says, so shall your descendants be. How many can get better tonight at believing God's word? And not doubting it. Believing it. Every word. If God says he's going to take care of us, he's going to take care of us. If Jesus says he's coming back for us, he's coming back for us. If Jesus said he's going to take us out of here before wrath comes on this earth, then we need to believe what his Bible says. If Jesus says that we're forgiven, we're forgiven. If Jesus said we can be healed, we can be healed. Amen. Whatever the Bible says, we need to start believing it a little bit more. It's not a, a lack of power. It's a lack of dominion. As it is written, this is the finishing verse, I have made thee a father of many nations. How does that make sense? He's already a father of many nations just because he spoke it. And why did he become father? What did Abraham do? What did Abraham do? Just believed. Just believed. Your faith You've been credited to as righteousness because of your faith. Now, here's the thing. You can say you believe, but only God knows if you believe. That's the battle. That's the battle. That's why you can fight through something spiritually and have peace in the midst of a storm. Because you believe. And you exercise the dominion God gave you. Okay? You, you say, I'm not going to look at the circumstances. Listen, it was only when Abraham believed what God had said, sorry, Abram, that he began to call himself Abraham. Only when he believed. He changed his name. I would look at that as like, we need to change our vocabulary. If you are a person that is always negative, you cannot be a person of faith. You're always negative. You have to learn to change your vocabulary. Abraham, Abraham, Abram believed so much in the word of God that he changed his name and began to call himself Abraham, father of many nations. Can you imagine how crazy that must have been for him walking around? Maybe he sang the song that we all sing. Father Abraham had many sons. Many sons had father, and I'm one. He's singing that song, and everybody looking at him like, you don't even have a baby yet. Your wife's not even pregnant. He's walking around singing the song. Amen? He had faith. And he believed it so much that, watch, when he saw, that he saw the promise manifested and become reality before it ever did. 
Abraham means exalted father. And he believed, listen, despite the fact there was absolutely no physical evidence that he was ever going to be a father. It would have been a lot. Think about that. It would have been a lot easier if they'd gone to the doctor and she was pregnant. Then you could start walking around, Father Abraham, because she's pregnant. But no, he, she wasn't even pregnant. And he's saying that. He's believing that. He's standing on that. He's trusting that. And it means exalted father with no physical evidence, much less many children or even a promise he'd ever have a child. See, what we're not getting is that he wasn't just having faith for a child. He was having faith for many children. Can you look tonight in spirit of power and authority, dominion, past just the next step to about 10 steps or 20 steps or 50 steps down the road? Not just the next one. Can you believe for the whole promise of God to come into your life? Can you believe God to finish everything he said he was going to finish? As we close and I ask the musicians to come tonight, listen to this. What do kings and priests do? What do kings do? Rule and reign. So what should we be doing? Ruling and reigning. We are kings. We need to act like kings. Come on. Doesn't the Bible just tell us in all these scriptures I just read that we're kings and priests? Doesn't First, uh, first Peter 2, 9 say that we're a royal priesthood, a holy nation? So why don't we walk like that, act like that, talk like that, and be that? If he says we are, let's walk it. Because kings reign and rule and have dominion. The rule over, to, sorry, to rule over with authority. And I had one more thought, got ahead of myself. I'm going to go ahead and just say it real quick. If you'll just remember Romans 12. I'll read it real quick. Actually, I want you to go to Ephesians. And I'm going to read Romans as we close. Go to Ephesians. Because this is really important. This all sounds good. But you got to exercise it. it. Sounds awesome. We could have this power and authority and then we have it. But we have to exercise it. Meaning we have to use it. And there's something we have to do. We understand Jesus paid the price and he gave us the power to have it. But if you look back at Genesis, he said rule and reign. He said multiply. Meaning exercise your dominion. And, and, and the, the thing we have to do to have that is we have to have dominion over our own bodies. Self-control. Romans 12, 1 says, I beseech you, brethren, you've heard it many times before, by the mercies of God to do what? Present your bodies as a living sacrifice. That's what Stephen did. Holy and acceptable to God. He says, because this is your reasonable service. Basically meaning, this is what I ask of you. Is that you would present yourself. And so, we have to have dominion over our bodies. It, I can't expect to exercise dominion over somebody else if I don't have dominion over myself. That's out of order. I can't fix somebody else or should even be trying to fix somebody else or lead anybody else or exercise authority over anybody else. That'd be like the example of as a parent smoking a cigarette and telling your kids, don't smoke. I, can't, I cannot give my, my kids, a, I could use it. Y'all follow me? I could say it because I have the authority, but it's not going to work. 
because I'm doing what I'm telling them not to do. Does that make sense? So I can't, I can't, I, 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 the authority's there. And as a parent, I could just, just lord over that kid and they're going to not smoke right there around me because I'm the parent and they're the kid. But they're not going to, they're not going to, there's no authority in what I'm teaching them because I'm a hypocrite. I'm not doing what I'm asking them to do. Another example, and I'm not going to read it, but Ephesians 5 talks about husbands and wives and respect and honor. And that'd be the same thing as I, I can, I can, I had to figure out which one was my wife. You're all so beautiful. Am I off? No. I can exercise authority over my wife because the Bible says I have it. I can exercise that. I can rule and reign in my house. I can put the fist up. I can put my foot down. And you all follow what I'm saying? I can be physical. I can say I'm the man of this house and you got to do this. I can do all that because I have authority. The Bible says it. It does. Right? Doesn't it say it? Read it. You'll figure. You'll see it. You'll see it. Respect your husband, honor your wife, love your wife as Christ, all those verses. I can do that all I want. I can, and, and because I am stronger and all that, I can exercise it. But if I'm not honoring her, meaning I'm not living what I'm teaching her, she's going to respect me when I'm right there. But as soon as I walk away, there's no respect. Y'all see what I'm saying? So for me to be able to walk in the authority and the dominion and the power that God has for me, I got to do my part. I got to exercise control over my body, exercise control over my thoughts, exercise control over my life so that I can really stand in that power and that authority and have fruit. How many want fruit? Okay. Y'all following me? The authority's there, but I can abuse it. Or I can not use it in the correct way. And that's why I gave the example of, of the husband and the wife. There's, there's things there that you can abuse. You know, all kinds of authority gets abused all over the world in all kinds of situations. The authority's there, but is it used right? So I really walk in dominion and power and authority when... I walk how God wants me to walk. Amen? Father, we thank you for your word tonight. Lord, we, we know that it's your will for us to walk in dominion and power and authority. And God, use the power and the authority that you've given us correctly. Use it to bring glory to your name. And Lord, we can, we can tell the devil that he has to flee. Because if you think about this as your heads are bowed and eyes are closed, let me take you to a verse where the Bible says, resist the devil and he'll flee. It, you, you can't resist the devil in sin. You have to have the authority to resist the devil in a spiritual power and dominion and authority of righteousness. Yes, by Jesus, but by you exercising it in your daily walk and in your life. That's why we pray. That's why we ask for forgiveness. And that's why we're, we're working out our salvation with fear and trembling because we want to be able to tell the devil he's got to get lost and know he's going to leave, not laugh at us in our face. Y'all following me? 
If you're not walking it and living it, you can tell the devil all you want, get out, and he's not going to leave. I want to be able to tell the devil he's got to flee and he's got to flee. I want to be able to use the power and the authority God's given me, but I want to see fruit from it. And I know you do too. And that doesn't mean tonight that if things aren't working out always like you want them to, that you're not living right. That doesn't mean that. It means God's testing your authority and your dominion and your power to see if you'll stand on it when the going gets rough. It's a personal, spiritual dominion. 